This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that focuses on your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Is it just a cold or could it be something more? Today on Health Dose, we're looking into the signs and symptoms of strep throat, particularly in children. Frederick Oguara, MD, is a pediatrician with MidMichigan Physicians Group in Midland. We asked Dr. Oguara, what is the cause of strep throat? Strep throat is a, an infection in the throat and the tonsils caused by bacteria called group A streptococcus. Overall, the commonest cause of infection in the tonsils and the throat is a viral infection, but about 15 to 30% of all cases of pharyngitis in children aged between five years and 15 years is caused by group A streptococcus. Strep throat has peaks during the winter and early spring, but it can occur any time of the year. We are seeing a lot of strep throat infection even at this time of the year. You mentioned pharyngitis. What is pharyngitis for those of us who, who didn't go to medical school? Pharyngitis is infection in the pharynx. The pharynx is the part of the mouth where you have the palate, inclusive of the organs around it, the tonsils and the epiglottis and all the organs around the inner side of the mouth. When you open your mouth, the things you see in there, the two swelling on the right side and the left side are called the tonsils. The one in the middle is the epiglottis. So that whole anatomy is generally described as pharynx mm-hmm. and infection in that area is called pharyngitis. Am I more likely to get strep throat or an infection in the throat if I have tonsils? The presence of tonsils is actually protective. The tonsils are organs in the body that help fight infection. But unfortunately, they could get infected themselves. So if you have tonsils, you have a chance of getting tonsillitis, which is an infection of the tonsils. But overall, the tonsils are normal organs and cells in the body that help fight infection. How do people contract strep throat? The bacteria that causes strep throat, group A strep, lives in the nose and the throat as well. The nose and the throat are lined by what they call mucous membrane. People have normal commensals. They call them normal commensals because they live there naturally, but they could get an overgrowth. And when they overgrow, they could become an infection. It is important to know that all infected people do not have symptoms or seem sick. People who are infected spread the bacteria by coughing or sneezing, which creates small respiratory droplets that contain the bacteria. So the bacteria normally lives in people's nose and the the throat, but they could have an overgrowth for so many reasons. The time of the year, some individuals can get different strains of the bacteria from uh, having been exposed to other people as well. But locally, the ones that live in the body usually do not cause any problems because they, they live there at their home. But if there's an overgrowth or there's a new strain or there's any change in the child's immune system, they could have infection. So did I hear you right? It lives in all of our bodies, but it's just a matter of it, like, blooming? The body has bacteria that live there normally. Mm-hmm. They are sort of protective. Mm-hmm. But if they get infected or they mutate or they have different strain coming into the body, they have another infection as well that can make that a particular normal commensal overgrow mm-hmm. and can cause an infection. Are some people more susceptible to getting strep throat than others? Children are a lot more susceptible to getting strep throat than other people. People who have 
immune depression can also have strep throat. So you can get sick if you breathe in these droplets from other people. Mm-hmm. So it, if you go to daycare and you have a child who is sick with strep throat and is sneezing and coughing these droplets, mm-hmm. it can infect other children. So gathering in a people who gather in a common area like the daycare or the military or the dormitories, they have a higher chance of having strep throat from exposure to a different strain or from exposure to other children who have the, the infection. Mm-hmm. You said the colder times of the year, people are more likely to get this infection. What's the correlation between weather and the uh, commonness of strep throat? Uh, strep throat is commoner in the winter and in the early spring. This is a time when you have other infections around that make the child sneeze and cough mm-hmm. and get to distribute these different strain of germs to other children mm-hmm. and they get infected at that point. What are some of the signs and symptoms of strep throat? So in general, strep throat is a mild infection, but it can be very painful. The most common symptoms of strep throat include sore throat that can start very quickly, pain when swallowing. Another symptom is fever. The other very common one is red and swollen tonsils, uh, sometimes with white patches or streaks of pus. You can also have tiny red spots on the roof of the mouth, on the soft or the hard palate. Mm -hmm. Then you can also have swollen lymph nodes. Most parents come because there's a fever that is not going away. They can also give you a history of having looked in the mouth of the child and there's some white patches there, uh, which, which is very ominous sign of strep throat. The other symptoms may include a headache, stomach pain. Some kids can have nausea or vomiting. Someone with strep throat may also have a rash known as a scarlet fever. It's called a sandpaper kind of rash. It's a rough rash, mostly on the cheeks, on the chest, on the back, or on the extremities. So overall, those are the signs you look for in a child suspicious for strep throat. As I said earlier on, viruses can also cause pharyngitis. It is often difficult to distinguish between viruses and bacteria etiology of pharyngitis. But the things you look out for with viruses is they cause more of cough, they cause more of vesicles. They have like little blisters in the mouth, not the white patches we talk about. You see clear fluid-filled blisters in the mouth, a lot more runny nose. They can have conjunctivitis as well. Those are more specific to viruses, but it's always hard to tell apart clinically. Conjunctivitis, that's like your eyes? Yeah, redness, redness. of the eye, pink eye or discharge from the eye. Mm-hmm. So the kid wakes up with a crusty eye discharge, mm-hmm. a lot of itching in the eyes as well. Mm-hmm. How do you diagnose strep throat? How do you determine whether it's strep throat or something else? So a good history from the parents, talking about onset, then the symptoms we talked about earlier on. Then you do a physical examination and you see the red patches or the white patches. But the only way to confirm a strep throat is through a test. Only a rapid strep test or throat culture can determine if group A strep is the cause of the pharyngitis. A doctor cannot tell if someone has strep throat by just looking at his or her throat. This is important. If the test is positive, doctors can prescribe antibiotics. The test is easy to do, it's available, it's affordable, it's accessible. We encourage anybody who has a high index of suspicion to go to the doctor's office. They will take a quick swab of the throat and it's a rapid test. It takes about five to 10 minutes to get a result. Now, if that test is negative, and the doctor still has a strong suspicion for strep throat, we will send a throat culture. A culture is sent out to the lab 
it takes about 24 to 48 hours to grow mm-hmm. the bug. And that is often specific, more uh, definitive that this is a uh, strep throat. But it's important that we take our kids, if we suspect they have a strep throat, to a doctor right away because this can cause complications. That's correct. Strep throat is easy to treat, but if it's not well treated, can lead to complications. Uh, complications can occur after a strep throat infection. These complications include abscesses, which are like pockets of pus around the tonsils. You can also have swollen lymph nodes in the neck, which is often very painful. It can lead to sinus infection. You can also have ear infections. The most talked about complication that is most feared is called rheumatic fever, which is a heart disease. You have this immune reaction attacking the valves of the heart, and children often come down with very bad heart condition called rheumatic fever. If it's also not treated, you can have kidney disease. You can have what they call post-streptococcal glomerulonephritis, which is uh, a kidney disease as well. So it's important anybody who has a suspicion of pharyngitis takes the child to the doctor for evaluation and appropriate treatment. Outside of avoiding people altogether, are there ways of preventing the spread of strep throat? The best way to keep from getting or spreading group A strep is to wash your hands often. This is especially important after coughing or sneezing and before preparing foods or eating. To practice good hygiene, you should cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when you cough or sneeze. Put your used tissue in the waste basket. Cough or sneeze into your upper sleeve or elbow, not your hands, if you don't have a tissue. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. You can use an alcohol-based hand rub, the very commonly available hand sanitizers are appropriate. You should also wash glasses, utensils, and plates after someone who is sick uses them. These items are safe for others once washed. People with strep throat should stay home from work, school, or daycare until they no longer have a fever and have taken antibiotics for at least 24 hours. We encourage families to take the prescription exactly as the doctor says so. Don't stop taking the medicine even if you or your child feels better unless the doctor says to stop. Wash your hands often to help prevent germs from spreading. Symptoms usually will improve within one to two days after starting antibiotics. Please notify the doctor if no improvement after 48 hours of treatment. Because it may be the antibiotics aren't working or there may be something else going on. That's correct. It could be some the dosage of the antibiotic. It could be poor compliance to the antibiotic. We have a lot of babies spilling most of the antibiotics so they don't even get the right amount. Mm-hmm. We have some uh, antibiotics don't kick in quick uh, with some patients as well. So it's good to ask for re-evaluation 48 hours so we can identify the reason why the child is still spiking the fever. The bottom line on strep throat is the doctor wants to see you. That's correct. The bottom line is if you have any suspicion that the child is having strep infection, you have to go to see your doctor. You can go to the urgent care if you can't get into your doctor. A test has to be conducted to identify that it is strep and the right antibiotic has to be given. Antibiotic should be taken as instructed. Mm -hmm. Now, if it is a viral infection, no antibiotics are needed. We don't want people taking antibiotics for the wrong reason. Right. And we want to stress the importance of hand washing too. That's correct. Prevention is better than cure. We talk about that all the time. Right. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. That is Mid-Michigan Physicians Group pediatrician Frederick Oguara. 
Dr. Oguara specializes in treating babies and children ages 18 and younger. As always, if you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org doctors. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Check back again soon for another edition of Health Dose.